Yesterday was a very long day. Started with at midnight and I uh, was recording that podcast, uh, that one episode that was most recently published, I think. So it started with that plus work. Worked for eight hours, went home, took a short, like, two-hour nap, and then I took my daughter to a place called the Foothills Aquatic Center in Glendale, Arizona, where she uh, and I attended a birthday party birthday party for a little girl who's in her class, who was in her kindergarten class, and it was uh, one of those things, like those summertime parties that what happens in my experience with these kids, especially my daughter, is if you have a birthday during the summer, you... I mean, don't even bother inviting people from school because they don't show up. Like, my... Who was it? Yeah, my, no, my, da- my daughter's birthday party uh, was something just chaotic as far as guests go. We had planned to have her go to a little place where they paint pottery that's right by where, uh, it's called the, uh, um, oh gosh, <laughs> I am, I'm forgetting what it's called, it, it's the, oh, it's so early in the morning, I can't even think, Westgate, and Westgate, you know, you live in any big city, you probably have a place called Westgate near you, but Westgate is a complex that houses the Arizona Coyotes, the, uh, Arizona Coyotes Stadium. I don't really know exactly what it's called. I haven't been there very often. But it's pretty close to our house. It's pretty close to our house. And um, I have been to one or two Sabres games, Coyotes games there in the past. And it's a really nice place. used to be a um, Margaritaville there too. But that's a whole different story. Anyway, we had planned to go to this pottery painting place. And it was... We handed out the invitations, like, during the maybe third to last week of school. And we only had planned to have about eight people come to this party. Eight kids. And... You know, that was one of the situations where you don't invite the entire class. You know, you just invite your friends. So that's what she did. She excluded some little bitch-ass girl who tried to keep murdering her with a peanut. Tried to kill her, like, three times during the school year. (laughs) So that little girl was pissed that she wasn't invited because she was, like, you know, she thought she was the obligatory good time, fun girl, and she was not allowed to be excluded from anything. We said, fuck her. 
Unfortunately, that included her twin brother, who is a nice little guy. He's a nice kid. As far as I can tell, he's very well-rounded. I don't know, maybe Daddy likes him better. But, um, yeah, so that little girl is not allowed to come to our birthday party. So she passed out the invitations. And the very next day, a, a relatively new kid, um, whom we had just met, like the day before, we met her like the day before or something, uh, met the family. She goes, this little girl goes into the classroom and just fucking leaf litters the goddamn classroom with invitations. Everybody's invited to this little girl's party, which just so happened to be planned for the exact same time and day as my daughter's party. So every person that said that they would come to my daughter's party got an invitation to this party, which was a, you know, come all, come here, ye, here ye, here ye, come all to this party. And, uh, so, you know, we had the major potential of all these kids are going to go to this other party. And my daughter's going to be sitting there by herself. And we don't have a huge family, so we couldn't fill in the gaps with family members. So, I have to go help with something right now. But when I come back, I'm going to just elaborate a little bit more about how much I was ready to fucking kill this mom who sent her daughter to school, and then did other stuff, which I, I'm not going to spoil the the rest of that story, but that bitch better watch out for me when the school year starts, among other things. Okay, so I'll be back. God damn it. All right, bye. So, um, what happened is... This girl comes in with invitations, invites everybody to a birthday party, which is at the same time and day as my daughter's birthday party. And we had, after Pearl, my daughter gave, first, you know, gave an invitation the very day that that happened. This nice little girl who was relatively new um, came to, or uh, uh, emailed, my wife and said, oh yeah, Claire would be really thrilled to be there. She loves Pearl, blah, blah, blah. And of course, that bitch didn't show up, you know. And so, <clears throat> all the people who did come, I had to like, I had to like lobby for them to, to come. I mean, the kids who were on her, my daughter's soccer team, of course, they were invited. They're in their class. They played soccer together. And she had a birthday party. She wanted them to be there. I had to pull teeth, basically, to get um, one of our neighbors to come to the party. Because that mom is just not... I mean, she's just... She's got other things on her mind. And it seemed like a very easy thing to forget about or just miss and so I was on top of this lady like you gotta be there you gotta be there but at the end of the school year there were a bunch of events for 
for the kids, you know, like uh, parents, you know, uh, end of the year, a little concert where they sang stuff. And there was, you know, a little uh, meet and greet in the classroom. And every single time this other girl, we'll call her Jay's mom, <clears throat> um, was there. I mean, her husband was there too. And we had met these people uh, not not too long before. They had just come to our school. And I, they're from New York State, you know, my home state. And, you know, I was nice to them. I was welcoming to them. And then they pull this shit. They got, like, four kids, and they're all over the place. These assholes park in the carpool parking spot to pick up their kids. I mean, the gripes that I have against this family now are just, like, just mounting and mounting. They suck. They're chubby little half-breed kids. Well, they're not even half-breeds. They're all Puerto Rican. Not that that matters, but they're from New York. They're just like typical New York, Brooklyn people. And where they're from, I don't know. I think they're from Brooklyn. Um, chubby little pushy, uh, you know, like they'll cut in front of you in line because they feel like they have a sense of entitlement. Like for some reason I have to treat them like they own the place. And they don't fucking own the place. So they got like the four kids and the grandma is there. And they all these are people who are willing to cut in front of you in line. They're the kind of people who are willing to park in the carpool parking lot because it's convenient for them to pick up their kids at the end of the school day. Um, and so they're, they're in there. They're like, it's like a political battle, me versus them. They're trying to, to get recruit parents to, to you know, give them confirmation that, that their child is going to attend their kid's party even though they know that my kid had invited people to her party just the previous day. And I had to, like, I had to pull some people back over to my side. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, Pearl is not going to be happy if your kids are not at this party. I mean, you guys played soccer together. Your best friends, you guys, you guys spent this entire first year of school together, like hand in hand, and you're gonna fucking do me like that? I made sure she brought her kids, even though she has two three-year-old girls. Who, you know, it's kind of like anywhere her her boy and girl go, she has to bring her twin three-year-olds too, and so. I mean, yeah, it's inconvenient to have to wrangle these other little girls all the time. And, you know, if I were her, this other Jay Jasanya's party would have been uh, tempting because it was like a uh, siblings are welcome kind of thing. It was a very informal, like, barbecue type thing. It was, Honestly, it's what I would want to have. Uh, if next time when I plan a party, it's going to be like that. Because, I mean, you can do... It was at the uh, 
community center, the community uh, park near us. And, you know, it would have been really convenient for this lady to just bring all of her kids to the one single birthday party and just let them run wild, go on the splash pad and everything. But I, I wasn't going to have that because they owed us. I mean, they really, I don't know. I felt that they should be pretty much obligated to come to our party. And then this dumb bitch who was so excited that Claire wanted to go to this party. She just fucking... I think she went to Jasanya's party. And she fucking flaked out. And I'm going to fucking say it right to her face. I mean, I see her. She just flaked out on us, man. The fuck? You ain't going to the other parties, bitch. So... I ain't, I ain't friendly with that mom. Ain't no more. But, okay, so what ended up happening was we have some neighbors that we can absolutely depend on. And, and, and their daughter was in my daughter's class also. And so they were there. They were, I mean, they are like the, the greatest people that I know <laughs> at the moment. I mean, they're always there for us. And so, yeah, Angela and her sister were there, older sister. So that's two people at the party. I made this little kid down the street come to the party because he is a sweetheart. And his name's James. And we had... Oh, fuck this commercial. Fuck you, Bacardi. Fucking alcoholics. Alright, so we had... So that's... Uh, um, two people. Then we had the third person. Then the fourth person. And then this little girl, Chanel, whose party we went to yesterday. Um, God, who else is there? Oh, and then uh, her little friend, Danny, who is, I had to, I had to get on top of this lady too, because she's a flake. She's total, like, not only would she like not forget or not remember, but she, she would be perfectly happy to bring her kids to Jasenia's party because it was siblings are welcome and she's got two other kids the thing is because Danny needed to have a friend to play with for every single one of her kids birthdays we were invited to every single one of her kids birthday parties (laughs) kids that we really don't know and we had to get presents for and everything else and spend our time and our energy. And my wife is not good at parties. She never has been. Ever. And I'm, not, I'm starting to get not so great at it because I inherited my outgoing personality at parties from my mother. And right now, when I think of my mother, I just think fucking Trump supporting racist piece of shit. That's what I think of when I think of her. 
she's a, a bigot who doesn't want to admit that she's a bigot. Um, she's a born, indoctrinated racist. And she's married to a guy, my dad, who is perfectly happy to sit in front of Fox News from sun fucking up to sun fucking down. And anybody who does that is just, you're fucking dead to me. You're dead to yourself. If you're just listening, you're just watching Fox News all day, you're not a real person. You're just a fucking zombie. And that's exactly what he is. He's just a zombie. This asshole wasted 18 years, the last 18 years of his life, staring at either a fucking blank wall or Fox News. He's a moron. This is a guy who... Alright, in the interest of not ruining his reputation, I'm going to not say what he said about a certain African-American civil rights leader. I'm not going to say it right now, unless I need to. It's going to come up, but I will never forget what he said. And it wasn't, you ain't never met Dr. Martin Luther the King. It wasn't like that. It wasn't a story like that. It was something just fucking like an asshole thing to say about somebody for no reason. Probably because he's a fucking alcoholic, that's why. But I'm not bitter. So, we had a good party, and uh, there was plenty of kids there, including my neighbor, who is uh, the greatest guy I've ever known. And his family, who are just fantastic people. I wish I could show my appreciation to them more. But if that's what they do for me, they just... Because we drive those two girls to school. And they just act like that is the most wonderful thing ever. So there's that. So we went to the Aquatic Center in Glendale, Arizona. And my daughter, as I'm sure you all know because you're following me every single day, listening for a new Chico Hunters podcast to be posted so that you can, you can just tune in and you can transcribe the shit as I'm saying it because you're so interested in what's going on in my life because I am the most important person in the world. No. Um, she has a broken arm. She's got a fractured wrist. So she has, when she came back from her vacation, she had her arm all wrapped up with a goddamn Christmas present from, couldn't even see the tips of her fingers, wrapped all the way up her arm, ace wrap, like a pressure bandage, which, you know, and the splint. I took that thing off once or twice because it got wet in the pool. I, you know... I was a nurse, and I've put, I told you guys this in the last episode, that I've put people in the shower with pick lines, with fresh wounds, with, with wound dressings, with uh, you know, other kinds of intravenous lines and jugular lines, corticats, um, you know, catheters you don't have to worry about. Um, what else? New surgeries that were covered with just like a dermabond. Um, put people in the shower 
with uh, open wounds, with wound backs. You know, like, <laughs> I would put somebody in the shower with a wound back, knowing full well it was going to ruin the whole fucking thing. But I was a wound back master. And I would just put on a brand new awesome wound back. I had a guy one time who had these terrible wounds on the backs or on his legs. And, <clears throat> and the doctor said he was poaching. Or the doctor said that he was skin popping. But it, I didn't believe it because his legs were so destroyed. And his story was that he had a barrel cactus on because he was stealing them from the desert, which is illegal, I'm sure. But I believed him. But he had a wound infection, and his legs were toe the fuck up. Um, and he had wound backs on both of his legs. And I set that up so that he could have these wound backs sucking the gross parts of his legs and all the tubing and stuff was all like it was all like Star Wars type shit it was all on his body in a way that he would allow him to walk you know because the pump is connected to a tube which is connected to in this case a Y connector so that it could be attached to two separate areas and it had one area on each leg and he was able to walk around with his IV pole and everything with a wound back and he looked like he, he looked awesome he was totally awesome and I was proud of myself in case you couldn't tell so what am I going oh yeah so uh, shower her, her splint got wet at least one time and I took it off and I let it dry and I let her hand her skin breathe too <clears throat> at this point but at the aquatic center, it, um, I had her arm covered. Now, my wife had gone to CVS, spent like $14, $15 or something on a cat protector, which obviously is not for kids. This thing was a giant, it was like Andre the Giant's leg. There's no way it would have kept a seal around her skin. That cast would have been swimming in water, and it's just it's completely useless. My wife does dumb shit sometimes. I think I yelled at her in my dream more than once. One of them was about this party. Like I'm taking her to this party because, well, the truth is. If my wife took her to the party, my daughter wasn't going to be allowed to really do anything at the pool. She was going to have to sit off on the side lines watching people have fun in the water. And she was going to maybe be able to wade around and splash around in the water. Fuck that. You are not taking her. So I took her to the party and I double bagged her arm. And I didn't go to CVS and buy some fucking FDA-approved cast kit thing, device, medical, you know, durable medical equipment. And the, God, I hate 
fucking healthcare the way it works sometimes. No. I got the fucking bakery bags that you put donuts in at the grocery store. That's a hard, it's kind of like a solid, not a solid plastic, but it's like a thick plastic bag. Air fucking tight. Put silk tape around the edge to keep the water out. The silk tape was something I had to buy at CVS in their special medical section because it is for real. It's cloth tape. It's water resistant, I guess you would say. And that's what I would use in the hospital to keep things from getting wet. They didn't sell that stuff at Fry's. I had I went to CVS. I saw how fucking expensive it was. It was like six dollars for a roll. And I was like, you know what? I, I work at a grocery store across the street. Let me see if I get a discount on it. I came over to the store, and they, we didn't have it. We didn't have that kind of tape. Which, you know, I guess I would have saved a dollar had we had the right kind of tape. But we didn't. So I went ran back over to CVS and got the right kind of silk tape. And uh, I, so at the party, I take the bakery bag, wrap her arm up, tape it, make sure that there's no uncovered areas that would allow water to, like, drip down into the bag, you know, like how you fold a bag over and then it's got like a, a lip that, you know, when you, because her arm is really little, so I took the bag, put her arm in the bag and then kind of wrapped it around and you know, you could kind of like miss a spot that might be open, you know, you might miss an edge that you need to cover in order to get, keep the water from going in. So I had like a, a couple rows of this two-inch tape going across that. And then I took a, what was a slightly larger bag, just just slightly larger, which is the one you get from the produce section. You know, when you go to the grocery store and you put your, you know, you pick up some apples, oranges, you know, nectarines, you put them in the little grocery bags. They're very thin plastic. And they, they tear easily. Well, that is, you know, a brand new one of those bags right off the roll is is uh, water. I mean, it's sealed. There's no air holes built into it like like a like a bread like a loaf of bread bag. You know, it has like holes intentionally put in it so that the thing can breathe. So you don't have all this moldy bread everywhere. So I had it all wrapped up, double bagged, and she was in the water, and she was splashing and jumping, and she did a water slide, and I, I changed, I took the, one, the outer bag off once, you know, just kind of see how it was going, and it was very dry. She said there was water in it, but I, I took the bag off. And yeah, like some of the top of the tape on the inner bag 
seemed a little damp, so somehow water did get in there from her going down the water slide. But the way I had it wrapped up, she almost could have gone under the water and not gotten her cast wet. So me, 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 again, I did a good job. I rule. Oh, Jesus, it's taking a long time. Um, so she had a very nice time. Oh, but none of her, none of her other schoolmates showed up. None. Not even one. They flaked out. And so what I was saying before is that when you have a kid who's got a summer birthday, it doesn't matter if you invite them, it doesn't matter if they RSVP, they're just not going to show up. And that, that happened when she was in preschool, too. Her preschool class was like, I couldn't get anybody to say they were coming for once, for one. And then secondly, the one person who did say that they were going to come backed out at the last second. I was like, oh, we have to go to Yuma. That was Labor Day weekend, though. So, I mean, that was a bad time to try to do a birthday party. I would like to just have her birthday party at the right time of the year. I don't know, like September, maybe October is really good. Um, but the summertime is just awful. It's an awful time to plan a birthday party for a girl. Um, oh, at this, this birthday party we went to, so there were no classmates of hers that showed up, but Chanel had a gigantic family, all Syrians. So there were maybe 50 or 60 Syrians and us at this party. Uh, which, again, there's this part of me that, I don't know if it's from being from Buffalo, we're very outspoken people when we're growing up and we're happy, you know, that we like to talk, we like to laugh, we like people. I'm harder now than I was back then. After what I've been through, I'm very standoffish to just about everybody. I pretty much hate everybody. I'm angry at the world right now. But... Um, 15 years ago, I would be loving this. I would be learning their language. I would be dancing and singing with them. I would be just chatting it up. And uh, But my wife wouldn't put on her swimsuit and get into the water. Daddy does that. I'm in there with everybody having a good time. And before we knew it, this party was over. We thought the party was supposed to go on. We were there at uh, noon, and the, the dad, George, was talking about, we're going to be here till like, about 4 o'clock until the pool closes. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa's. 4 o'clock? I just worked last night, and I'm going to work again tonight. I have, I'm working at zero time, like zero downtime right now. You want me to stay here and hang out with your Syrian family for four hours? 
like that is not gonna, but by the time this party was over, I mean, we had chilled at the pool, and we had a good time, and time flew. Time actually flew because we were having fun. I loved, I love that, I love that aspect of it, that I wasn't really into it, but I warmed up to it. And I, I missed the me, who I used to be, who was open and loving and, and loved everybody equally. And it was a different time, you know? Right now, if you're a white male, which I am, you're just expected to hate. You're expected to be a bigot. You're expected to be just evil. Become a white devil. And I never was a white devil. Not to other people. Maybe just the people I love. Those were the ones who got it the worst. But in that respect, I'm way better. But in the other sense, I'm not outgoing. And I, and I just don't... I don't open up anymore. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. from somebody who I'd never heard before. Some chick. Some British chick. Sounded really sexy, but she said autoimmune disease, so I'm thinking sickle cell. Either way, um, she said, oh shit, I just lost my train of thought on what she said. But um, I was talking about opening up and and being, I don't know, I I lost it. I started talking about her. Um, I guess I'll I'll have to revisit that because I'm gonna I'll listen to this and I'll revisit it and I will um, try and get back on that point because it was a good point I wanted to make about being open and honest and 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 I don't know it wasn't even about being vulnerable so I I'm I lost it in case you haven't guessed I've lost it all right so I've rambled on about a simple little girl's birthday party for like. Who knows how many minutes. Many, many minutes. So what I'll do is I'll take another break. I will pause for station identification. And then seg- and then uh, interlude us back in to some other great discussion, which I'm sure I'm not going to have anything left to talk about. Unless I go back and, and look this girl up. It might just do, okay? So be back in a flash. Enjoy the interlude.